Welcome to Your DIY Health here on the People's Patriot Network. I'm your host, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired. You can call me Sarge. It is Tuesday, December 10th, 2019. This program is meant to present nutritional information only and is in no way meant to replace the advice of a competent medical professional, assuming you can find one. I'm not a doctor, and that's a good thing. In my opinion, the doctors most people go to see when they have a health issue, MDs, are wrapped around the axle of their training. Unfortunately, their training is in drugs and surgery, and it doesn't equip them to treat the over 900 chronic health issues that are proven to be a result of a nutritional deficiency. I'm simply someone who's been studying under the tutelage of one of, if not the top nutritional authorities in the world, Dr. Joel Wallach. I don't treat diseases. I don't even treat people. I simply advise people how to give their bodies the raw materials they need to support and maintain good health, and when the body has what it needs, it'll fix itself. The body wants to fix itself. The body knows how to fix itself. It has a God-given innate ability to do so. The only thing that's missing is the raw materials. And when you put those back into the mix, stand back and wait to be amazed because your body's going to do some really cool stuff. Now you can visit my website at yourdiyhealth.com. That's Y-O-U-R-D-I-Y, like do-it-yourself, health, H-E-A-L-T-H, yourdiyhealth.com. There's all kinds of information there. I encourage you to check it out. Uh, the uh, All the product lines we talk about are up there. The Longevity products, the CTFO CBD oil products, the Cerule Stem Enhance Ultra and Cyactive and, uh, and Plasma Flow and so on. And the Pulsed Electromagnetic Therapy Unit that you can find under the Circulation section of the Trinity of Health tab. They're all there. You can get information on everything. You can actually order them right from the website. If you have any problems or questions, you can contact me via the Contact Me button, and I will be more than happy to help you out. Just keep in mind that the emails or phone calls, when they come in, I can't check them during the show, but I do check them afterwards, and anything that comes in will get a response within a few hours. Uh, let's see here. The uh, At the bottom of the home page, you'll see the Facebook button that's set up for the show, and I've been posting articles up there all morning, and hopefully they're visible to you. <laughs> You know, you never know, because most of these things are uh, subjects that are on the list of taboos by YouTube and Facebook and all the others. And basically, I don't know if the uh, things are actually visible or not. So I encourage you to check it out and see. Uh, there's a lot of stuff about uh, vaccines and that kind of thing and uh, all the stuff that uh, the other people don't want us to know about. So they're all there. I encourage you to check it out. And uh, if you get a chance, uh, send me a little note and let me know whether or not you're finding these things or not. <laughs> I'd be interested to know whether they're actually censoring my page or not. But anyway, um, on the uh, if you click the radio shows button, you will see a at the top of the page our uh, link to our archive page set up through castbox.fm. And uh, everything since October 22nd of last year is up there. So over a year's worth of shows that you can listen to, share by social media or email. And we encourage you to do that so other people can find out about how to restore their health naturally. Um, it's all up there. And um, we encourage you to take advantage of it. There's no charge for any of this stuff. So make sure you take, uh, take advantage of it and use it to the best of your ability. Uh, keep in mind that the topics discussed and opinions mentioned on this show are those of the host and or guests and don't necessarily represent the opinions of the People's Patriot Network, its owners or sponsors, or any of the alphabet agencies out there listening in. Hopefully they're going to learn something while they're listening. And uh, nothing we say on this show should be construed as an attempt to diagnose, treat, or cure any kind of a health issue. It's all here for your education and entertainment purposes so that as a responsible adult, you can use this show as a jumping off point to do your own due diligence and research so that you can make sure that what you're doing and trying is right for you. Um, the number to call into the show is 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787. One more time, 614-426-8787. And uh, keep in mind that is different from the, uh, the one that's published on the PPN uh, website as a call-in number because uh, 
I have never gotten around to getting set up on that system. And this one seems to be working just fine, so we're sticking with it for now. Uh, also, you can uh, contact me via Skype. Send me a uh, contact request at Sarge45ACP. That's S-A-R-G-E, the numbers 45, and the letters A-C-P as in Paul. And uh, that's my uh, name on Skype. Uh, just uh, put in the uh, put a memo in there that you're a listener to the show, and that way we'll get you approved, and then you can call in anytime you want, and the audio quality will be excellent, and it will work much, much better. So that's pretty much it for the opening uh, remarks. Um, you know, it's... Uh, Interesting weather we're having here in central Ohio, as usual. Uh, they always say if you don't like the weather, just stick around 10 minutes or 20 minutes, it'll change. And definitely it is doing just that. Uh, yesterday we hit almost 60 degrees. <laughs> and this morning I woke up and it was 28. Imagine that. Um, pretty wild how uh, the weather changes here. But yeah, the last uh, Sunday and Monday we're in the 50s. Today, we're in the 20s, and uh, doesn't bother me any, but I know a lot of people out there are already having issues with uh, colds and flus and health and all the garbage that goes along with this time of year. You know, the crap in the food, crap in the water, crap in the air, and then especially this time of year between Thanksgiving and New Year's, when everybody is... Uh, uh, loading up on sugary things, you know, the, all the the baked goods, the pastries, the cookies, and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and people don't realize that what they shovel in their gullet is going to have an effect on their health. And if they eat lots of sugary things, sugar, you know, it's a, they, they say, a, I think it's a teaspoon of sugar will knock out your uh, uh, immune system for like eight hours, something like that, an old rule of thumb. So... You know, if you're eating uh, Christmas cookies, you eat two or three of those, you're getting more than that because not only is there lots of sugar in the stuff, you know, if you ever watch people make cookie dough, <laughs> the sugar is measured by the cup. And there's usually a couple of cups of sugar in most batches of cookie dough. So that tells you how much is in every individual one. And on top of that, the wheat flour converts to sugar. So basically, everything in those cookies, basically, for the most part, the major ingredients are all either, either start out as sugar or they convert to sugar in the body. And guess what that does to you? <laughs> it taxes your system something fierce. Uh, knocks out your immune system, also loads up your, uh, your bloodstream with extra sugar, which your body then has to try and metabolize. And... You know, sugar is not the Antichrist. You couldn't blink an eye without sugar. Sugar is the fuel of the body. The problem is, is just like when you go to the, you know, I, I get gas at Costco a lot, and they have little signs everywhere, but don't top off. You know, <laughs> you know when, the, when the thing stops pumping, stop pumping. Don't bring it up, you know, keep clicking away until it fills up the, the fill point part of the, or, you know, the fuel filler part of the tube of the, of the car. Because that's not a good idea. And <clears throat> what we're doing is we're more than topping off with sugar. I mean, we're basically carrying it around in bags on our backs and stuff. <laughs> that's how much we've got in our system. And this stuff is really wreaking havoc, especially this time of year, which is one of the main reasons it's called the cold and flu season is because besides all the crap that comes along with cold weather and that kind of thing, we accentuate it by consuming all this sugar, which knocks our immune system down. So again, um, while we need sugar to function, we do not need it in the massive, massive, massive loads that we give our body in this time of year. So that's something to keep in mind. You know, I very seldom eat, you know, I have, we have, met, have not made Christmas cookies in years. Now, every once in a while, my, my my wife might make a batch of one type of thing, and she you know, I make sure she gives most of them away. I said, take those things to work. Give them to the people at the hospital. <laughs> yeah, they they need it. Um, but don't leave them around the house. You know, because I, unfortunately, every once in a while I get an urge, and if the stuff is there, I'll eat it, and it's not good. So I don't want the things around to tempt me. You know, that's the, the best way to do it. Just don't have it in the house in the first place. But um, 
I try to make sure that this time of year, especially, I'm a, I'm especially aware of what I consume, especially when we talk about sugar content, because I don't want to be overloading things. And I remember some friends a few years back who were in that same boat, and one year they just decided, hey, let's go ahead and make some Christmas cookies. And they did, and they ate several of them, and the next thing you know, they were both down with colds and flus and all kinds of junk that they hadn't experienced in years. Uh, and a lot of it was because their immune system was down, and then they were out in public. You go to parties and visit people and that kind of thing, and all of a sudden, you get picking up all the bugs from everybody else. So if you really want to um, take care of yourself this year and enjoy the holiday season without you know, the runny noses, the sniffles, the cold, sore throats, and headaches, and watery eyes, and everything that goes along with it, just monitor and be aware of your sugar intake and not just sugar but flour you know because all the grains those things another reason you don't want to be consuming all these grains is they convert to sugar you know starchy carbohydrates will all convert to sugar in the body and overload your system and just create that much more of a problem for you and it's not something you need especially this time of year you want to enjoy yourself you want to you know get the make the most of the holidays and the best way to do that is by being very careful about what you consume and how much of it and when. And, you know, I'm not saying don't partake of, partake of any of this stuff, but just remember moderation is the key. Don't overdo it. Don't sit down and eat a whole plate of cookies at one sitting. You know, if you're there, eat one cookie or maybe half a cookie, you know, and uh, give the other half to the, you know, don't do it to the dog. That's animal abuse. Give it to the cat. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Most cats won't eat that stuff anyway. My cats are weird. They, they'll try it, at least. But they prefer things that once drew a breath. Anyway, um, you know, the, the key here is moderation and common sense. Don't overdo it, and you will have a much more enjoyable holiday season, and uh, you'll be able to function much better. Not sure if you can hear the glug, glug, glug of my little bottle here as I take a swig of Beyond Tangy Tangerine. But I always have it up here with me. It helps clear out the throat goobers and all that kind of thing. But anyway, yeah, the weather here, weather changes will do things to you too. You know, when it's 50 one day and 20 the next, that kind of does weird things to people. But it's, it's all a result of a combined effort of all these different things consumption of the wrong foods, you know, overloading with certain things and that kind of stuff that all tend to, um, you know, go, you know, just they all make things worse together. <laughs> One thing by itself isn't that bad, but when you put them all together, then it gets crazy. So just wanted to kind of touch on that real quickly because it is the season, so to speak. But uh, I really wanted to look at some things. You know, there's all kinds of stuff going on here. New calls emerge for anti-vaxxers to be thrown in re-education camps while their children are kidnapped and their homes seized. Imagine that. And then here's one. I want to cover this one first. Neonatal nurse says government-mandated vaccines are destroying an entire generation of children. That's for sure. You know, we have seen in this day and age there are more... Uh, exotic allergies you know when i was a kid half the kids in school you know the, the ones that carried their lunch to school probably out of all of those kids i would say over 50 percent <clears throat> their food <laughs> their lunch was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and in this day and age you can't take a peanut butter and jelly sandwich to school because so many kids have peanut butter or peanut allergies now, where do these allergies come from? Guess what? One of the primary ingredients in a lot of these vaccines that they get are peanut oil. And Shane is calling. Good morning, Shane. How are you? Are you pleasant again today? Hold on. Get on mute. Good morning, Sarge. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Are you pleasant I'm again present. today? Hell yeah. Yeah, interesting <laughs> times we're in. Yep, that's for sure. 
So I, yeah. I, I'm assuming that you just wanted to listen in, which is fine. Uh, but I did, I did want to acknowledge you were there. Anything else? But, or do you just want to go back on mute? I'm not necessarily sure what we're talking about oh. at this time moment. Okay. But, um, yeah, there is a solution. Mm-hmm. And what there is, is a solution to your um, problem. <laughs> you know? Enlightenment. What's the solution? Well, um, take vitamins from Young Longevity or C60. Who's the makers of C60? That's Bob Greska. And Bob his Greska. website is c-60.com. The letter C hyphen 60.com. And I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. All right. Yeah, Bob's all right. Man. All right. Well, I'd much uh, rather listen to what you had to say, so I'll be on mute. All righty, my friend. If if you hear anything that sparks a a need to comment, then just uh, chime in. But uh, thanks for being there. And uh, enjoy listening in the background. <laughs> and just uh, for Shane, you know, we started out talking a little bit about the uh, uh, this time of year, colds, flus, weather changes, uh, the level of sugar consumption in people's diets uh, that all contribute to the so-called cold and flu season. And now we're moving right on to Neil Nato Nurse says government-mandated vaccines are destroying an entire generation of children. And I was mentioning how when I was a kid, you know, out of the kids that carried their lunch to school, probably at least 50%, if not more, the, the, what they were eating was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And in this day and age, you cannot take a PB&J to school because so many kids have peanut allergies. You open that thing up and the next thing you know, kids would be flopping around on the floor like beach mackerels. And it's because... One of the main ingredients of so many of these vaccines is peanut oil. And they become hypersensitive to this stuff because they're given in this stuff in doses along with aluminum and squalene and who knows what else. You know, the aborted fetal tissue, cancer viruses. The list is unending. Mercury, of course. And uh, because of all these vaccines these kids are hit with, they develop all these allergies. You know, I, don't, I have never seen an, a peanut allergy in someone who didn't receive vaccines as a child. It's just unheard of. And that's something that is never mentioned anywhere. But if you got a kid with a peanut allergy, I guarantee you he's received not one but several vaccines. And uh, so now we're in a situation where, I mean, that's just a you know, scratch, tip of the iceberg where kids are being destroyed. But anyway, the Vaxxed 2 film bus is currently touring the country in promotion of this groundbreaking sequel to the original Vaxxed documentary. And if you don't have the original or if you haven't seen it, I encourage you to check it out. It may be on YouTube in its full version. I'm not sure. I bought the DVD when it came out, and I have it, and I've watched it several times, and it is eye-opening. The... um, number of people the the testimonies they have from parents who have just uh, gone through the heartbreak of watching their perfectly normal child go from perfectly normal to withdrawn in a in their own little world uh in short of you know an hour a day or two after receiving a certain vaccine which just threw them into uh, a lifetime of autism <clears throat> and other things, if they still are alive. Um, It's just a sad, sad, sad situation that goes over and over and over again. And these are people who relied upon the so-called wisdom and advice of their pediatrician and the published literature out there that's just flooding the the airwaves and magazines and you name it um, from the big pharma who produces these poisons. And they just bought into the, the propaganda that, you know, you needed these things that would make your child healthier and all this stuff. Just total flat-out lies. And for um, these people, their lives have changed completely and permanently forever. And it's just a sad, sad situation that this continues to go on. Sorry, I still got these goobers in my throat, and it's very annoying, I'm sure, to you as it is to me. A little more BTT. And then on top of that, you have 
you know, almost 100 naturopathic physicians and healthcare workers and things like that, or folks like that, who are either trying to expose the lies of the vaccine community and or the dangers of cancer therapies under the hands of, you know, MDs and uh, show because they're holistically trained in nature, they are trying to show natural uh, alternatives to these chemical poisons. And because of that, they're being killed. That's right, they're being murdered. In the last uh, oh, three or four years, close to 100 um, holistic healthcare workers, you know, doctors, nurses, whatever, people that were speaking out, even uh, one guy who worked for the CDC who was trying to... Uh, blow the whistle on vaccines and what they were doing and causing autism. And uh, they just vanish, and, and when they show up, their, you know, deaths are ruled suicides most of the time. And uh, this is why, again, I say I have no intention of committing suicide any, you know, no way, no nowhere, no how. If I uh, meet an untimely demise, it was not by my own hand. And, uh, you know, I say that because they're branching out. They're not just getting healthcare workers now. Just within the last couple of weeks, uh, an award-winning um, author by the name of Jennifer Janes uh, was murdered, shot twice in the head, and, of course, her death was ruled a suicide. I have yet, you know, as a retired police officer, I've investigated uh, suicides and homicides and things like that, and I have never once had anybody be able to explain to me how you can shoot yourself in the head twice. You know, even if you do a botched job, you know, one shot to the head is going to render you unconscious. Whether it kills you or not is another story. But I've never seen a situation where someone could shoot themselves twice. You know, normally if you, if you, if you try to kill yourself by shooting yourself in the head, that one shot's going to at least knock you out so you can't pull the trigger a second time. So, you know, the fact that Jennifer Janes was, uh, you know, shot twice in the head and her death ruled a suicide, uh, it plays right into the, um, the book that she wrote, the most recent one called Malice, uh, which I highly recommend. It's awesome. It's about uh, a pediatrician who wants to go um, public and expose a new vaccine that is supposedly the be-all, end-all, which is, you know, killing kids left and right and making them sick and all this stuff. And uh, one of the other guys that he knows, another pediatrician, is wanting to do the same thing. And he ends up having his whole family murdered, and he's murdered um, with two shots to the chest. And his death is ruled a suicide. You know, he the, the, the ultimate decision was it was a murder-suicide, that he killed his family and then shot himself twice in the chest. And, um, you know, luckily in this case, they didn't kill Jennifer's two twin boys, um, probably because they weren't home or something, I don't know, but they killed her. And uh, just as a twist on the irony of the situation with her storyline, uh, they shot her twice in the head. And it, again, was ruled a suicide, which basically confirms her assertion in the book that, you know, these people have the ability to uh, affect rulings and decisions at very high levels and pay off law enforcement and uh, medical examiners and whoever's necessary to get what they want. You know, normally for police and medical examiner to rule a two-shot to the head death a suicide uh, you got it, it takes some real high up pull to make that happen. And um, that just shows exactly how powerful these people are. So, like I said, if I, if I meet my untimely demise, it is not uh, by my own hand. Uh, trust me, I will, you know, I'm a Christian as far as I'm concerned. Uh, you know, according to the Bible, suicide is a sin. It's, it's self-murder. I would never do that. And um, at the same time, I have too much to live for. <laughs> I am not depressed or anything else. And uh, not not going to be because depression is a result of nutritional deficiency. And I am not nutritionally deficient. So anyway, 
the uh, and one of the one of the people interviewed by tour uh, tour hosts and actresses uh, actress Polly Tommy was Michelle Roughton, a neonatal nurse who wasn't shy of, in declaring that the conventional medical system is destroying an entire generation of children with toxic vaccines. With more than 17 years of experience working in the NICU as neonatal intensive care unit, Roughton. Um, has seen more than her fair share of premature babies whose lives have been destroyed by vaccination. She specializes in children aged two years and younger, especially those that are premature and sick. And it's this particular demographic that's perhaps the most harmed by these government-recommended jabs. While in undergraduate, uh, in undergraduate training, Routon recalls never uh, being taught anything about vaccines other than how to administer them. <laughs> Imagine that. It's just a given in you know, nursing school and medical school that these things are safe, they're, they're uh, effective, and they're necessary. And as a result, they don't teach anything else about them. This is, you know, they're, they're accepted, and you have, this is how you give them, period. And... Um, in graduate school, Routon was further indoctrinated into various methods of coercive rhetoric <laughs> that the medical system uses to manipulate as many parents as possible into agreeing to have their babies vaccinated. You know, and that's the sad thing. When, when a parent is in favor of them, fine, that's their, that's their choice. But when they're not in favor of vaccines, when they've done their own research and, or they have questions and they just don't feel comfortable... You know, then these people bring out all kinds of scare tactics and other things designed to coerce parents into going ahead and doing something that they have a gut reaction to. At no time was Routon ever taught about the possible adverse reactions that might occur from the vaccine she was instructed to inject into tiny babies, nor was she told about potential complications or other associated problems. Instead, it was all scare tactics and propaganda, which many of her colleagues have sadly embraced as medical wisdom. As it turns out, most vaccine apologists working in the medical field try to re, uh, rationalize vaccination by claiming that unvaccinated children are dying left and right from vaccine-preventable illnesses, which is not true. <laughs> but according to Routon, none of this is true as she's personally seen zero unvaccinated children die throughout the course of her entire nearly two-decade career. Imagine that. They're lying, especially when they bring up chickenpox. Routon stated during an interview, I'm like, what nation were you in when that happened? Because it hasn't happened here. And you can watch Routon's interview below, and I'm going to check this and just see how long it is. Uh, it's a long, it's 28 minutes, so we're not going to have time, but it is in the, uh, in this article, which is posted on the Facebook page. So if you want to hear her full, um, uh, testimony, go ahead and, uh, go to the Facebook page and check it out for yourself. Anyway, doctors, nurse, doctors, nurses, and other medical staff who refuse to take a stand against medic mandatory vaccines. Uh, are still complicit in mass annihilation of precious little ones. Having to deal with such ignorance for so many years ultimately drove Routon into a, the field of functional medicine, where she's been working for the past several seven years. She still focuses specifically on babies two years of age and younger, but cares for them in a much different way than when than she was instructed to do by the medical system. I can have more effect out in the community in the in having these babies from birth to two, uh, uh, in having these babies from birth until two. No antibiotics, no ear infections, no medications, setting them up for life to have a fair chance or a far less chance of autoimmune disease, chronic disease, all that kind of stuff. Routon says, "That's what I want to do now." It's important to note that Routon has three children of her own, all of whom are unvaccinated and none of whom have ever taken a single antibiotic. And wouldn't you know it, they're all as healthy as can be. And that's the story virtually everywhere you go. And even more so, I have to admit, we, um, in Longevity, we refer to these children as mineral babies. But they're the babies that, you know, Dr. Wallach has recommended uh, if you have trouble conceiving. And there are so many people in this day and age who do. 
um, the thing to do is have mom and dad both be on the, the healthy body start pack with extra plant-derived minerals uh, appropriate for their body weight if possible uh, for six months prior to attempting to conceive. And then once you do, you will conception will be very easy. And from that point on, you continue on the protocols, especially for mom, because she needs, and mom should be taking a little extra, because her body needs all this stuff to produce a healthy baby. All birth defects, pretty much. There are a handful that might be related to toxic exposure to certain things, like depleted uranium and stuff like that. But for the most part, all well-known normal birth defects, <laughs> for strange term there, normal birth defects, um, are results of nutritional deficiencies. You know, spina bifida, um, uh, cystic fibrosis, uh, you name it, you know, type 1 diabetes, all of these things are a result of a mother who, while pregnant, did not have the nutrition that she needed to produce a healthy baby. And as a result, the baby was born with some sort of, you know, whether it's club foot, uh, cleft palate, uh, hair lip, all of those things are nutritional deficiencies. And we have never once seen a single mineral baby, a baby who was conceived and uh, gestated with nutrition, come out anything but perfectly normal and super healthy. There have never been a mineral baby born with any kind of a birth defect, any kind of a learning deficit, or anything else. And that should tell you something. Not to mention, mom doesn't have any problems with her pregnancy, no gestational diabetes, no preeclampsia, none of those things. And uh, as a result, everything goes much, much more smoothly. The baby's born perfectly normal and healthy and uh, above the board on the scales of, um, you know, if you take, if, you know, most, <laughs> a lot of these people are smart enough not to take their babies to um, uh, well baby checkups and things like that. But in the off chance that they do see a pediatrician, the pediatricians are usually will comment that this child is way uh, you know, at the very top of the scale of development. And that's what we've seen over and over and over again with people who use Dr. Wallach's protocols for having a healthy baby. So there you have it. Instead of giving to the March of Dimes, talk to them about recommending that all these people get on nutrition and March of Dimes would be a thing of the past. And that's the reason why they don't do it. Because like all these other things, March of Dimes is not in it to make healthy babies, but to make money. So, anyway, um, just wanted to comment on that. And uh, Routon is, uh, was, uh, was the founder of a group known as Nurses Against Mandatory Vaccines that sadly was shut down because nobody in the group had the balls to actually stand up and do anything. <laughs> if everybody had stood up and said, we're not going to stand for mandatory flu shots in the hospital, the whole thing would have gone away because they would have had no staff to run the hospital, she laments. Everybody sitting, and that's the thing, you know, that's the problem when you go along to get along. You know, uh, my wife works in one of the largest, you know, uh, bone and joint replacement centers attached to one of the largest uh, uh, level one trauma centers in Ohio. And, you know, several years ago, they implemented a mandatory shoe or a flu shot uh, policy. And when they did, we utilized uh, Alan Phillips's uh, book on how to, you know, I can't remember the actual uh, uh, title right now, but you can find it at uh, Vaccines. Um, oh, shoot. <laughs> Brain just froze up. Um, vaccine. Yeah, it's vaccinerights.com, I believe. Uh-oh. Hmm. Now it says the site is currently under construction. That's interesting. I don't know if I'm brain freezing and if it's a different title or, or they took him down or what happened. But anyway, just do a search for Alan Phillips. It's A-L-A-N-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S. And he has gone through hell in the last couple of years being attacked by uh, the North Carolina uh, bar association i think it is they've got two different bar groups there and i can never remember which is which but he's being attacked by one 
primarily because North Carolina is vaccine central. That's where the vast majority of the companies that make vaccines are headquartered. And I, you know, we believe it's concerted effort where they asked the uh, bar people to go after him and basically just railroaded the guy. He spent a lot of time in jail because he wouldn't comply with unlawful demands for uh, patient records and or not patient records, but client records and things like that. And uh, it was all trumped up stuff. But anyway, Ellen is a great guy. He was a regular guest on this show for. Uh, well, first I've been on the air since 2015 and, uh, he's been a regular show on or guest on both my shows until about eight months ago, thereabouts. And then things went all kinds of screwy. Hopefully we'll get him back one of these days, but he has to be very careful what he does and what he says right now. But anyway, we used his material to put together a religious exemption, uh, for the hospital. And uh, they accepted it the first year with no problem. They accepted it the second year. The third year it came up and they just said, look, we know you're not going to change. You're going to keep sending the same paperwork. Therefore, you have a blanket exemption for as long as you're here. No need to resubmit. And that's the way we've been going for the last couple of years. So basically, she does not have to um, get the flu shot, nor does she have to wear a mask other than when she's in surgery, when everybody else is wearing a mask. Because the garbage, and if you know a healthcare worker that's forced to wear a mask because they don't take a, a flu shot, ask them about the intelligence level of the people in administration. Because anybody who does that is an absolute idiot. Or they have uh, uh, retribution in mind. Because flu viruses are so small, they would pass right through a mask. So a mask does absolutely no good. There's no reason to wear a mask to prevent flu. And it's all to embarrass the person and to um, penalize them for standing up for their rights. So anybody who is forced to wear a mask because of a uh, standing up and saying no to a vaccine, it's being done not for health purposes but strictly to embarrass and to penalize that person for standing on their you know standing up and taking a stand and you need to let them know that they should know it already but you know a lot of people don't but the viruses that they're trying to fight against will pass right through a standard mask that they're wearing so there's no need to do it other than to make the person you know stand out and be oh look she's a bad person she didn't take her vaccine and that's what it boils down to so anyway, everybody's sitting around and doing nothing, collecting their paychecks. They're all complicit in mass annihilation of an entire generation of children. We are destroying an entire generation of children. And uh, be, be sure to watch that full, ver full interview. Like I said, you can go to um, Facebook page and find it with no problem. And again, it's NICU nurse Michelle Routon, R-O-W-T-O-N. And uh, it's, it's really sad what's being done to the children in this, you know, these last couple of uh, decades where they were getting so many of these vaccines. Uh, it is just bad news. So anyway, um, thank goodness there's still some people out there in the medical community standing up, but uh, I hope she's watching her back because if that story gets publicized, you know, she could very well be on the list of for annihilation as well. Let's see here. <laughs> this one. New, unreal, black Democrat claims we got to impeach Trump so America can deal with slavery. Oh, really? There's an idiot. <laughs> Virginia sheriff to preempt Democrat gun grab by deputizing thousands of ordinary citizens so they can keep their firearms. Good for him. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I just want to go in here far enough to find the name of the sheriff. Uh, hopefully... It's in Culpeper County. The sheriff of Culpeper County, Virginia, deserves the praise of every American who holds the Second Amendment near and dear to their hearts. In the wake of numerous gun control proposals in from incoming Democrat lawmakers, Sheriff Scott Jenkins has hit back, promising to deputize thousands of his constituents should any bill threaten their con constitutional right to own firearms and thereby impact their ability to defend themselves and their loved ones. What he should also do 
is say, you know, he is the chief law enforcement officer in his county. And he has the authority to say absolutely no gun control legislation will be um, enforced in this county. It is unconstitutional and therefore has no uh, force and effect of law and therefore will not be enforced. And um, he might have, uh, and Virginia is a, it's a commonwealth and it's a little different. Um, here in Ohio, the county covers everything. You know, the cities in the county, the, the county, the, the deputies are, de- are deputized statewide. Uh, a deputy, a county sheriff's deputy in Ohio has authority all over the state of Ohio with very, you know, on all public property, including cities. In Virginia, they're a little different. They, you know, they, they, they can serve process and things like that uh, everywhere, but, and they run the jails, but they don't have any real authority, to, from what I understand, in the cities. In municipal corporations, uh, they're kind of like uh, puzzle pieces. And those, they're the, the, the little fiefdoms, I guess you could say, where the cities are different and they're separate from the counties. And it's kind of a weird situation, the way things work over there. And that's basically how it was explained to me by a buddy of mine who um, lived, has lived in Virginia pretty much his whole life and has been involved in law enforcement there, including a county sheriff's deputy. And a uh, whole different situation. But bottom line is he should say that... Uh, Gun control rules will not be enforced in this county, period. But I like the fact that he's going to deputize everybody. <laughs> That's pretty cool. You know, it's, it's good to see, you know, taking a page out of their own playbook. If they can have um, sanctuary cities for illegals, then we should have sanctuary cities and counties or whatnot for, you know, constitutionally guaranteed and protected rights. So anyway... Just wanted to cover that real quick. Um, Culpeper County is a Second Amendment sanctuary along the lines of the way left-wing cities, counties, and in the case of California, entire state as sanctuary for illegal aliens. And that's just unbelievable. One is right and one is totally wrong. But just wanted to cover that to the point where you know you can get the gist of what's going on here. And I think that's great that that uh, sheriff is standing up and saying no to this idiocy. Uh, okay. Twitter now admits to shadow banning users after years of deceptive denials. Yeah, we don't care. If we don't like what you're saying, we're just going to ban you. <laughs> and, of course, Vermont taxpayers will now be forced to pay for the transgender mutilation of children. State-sponsored medical mutilations are now a reality thanks to the LGBT delusions. And this one. <laughs> Teens and young children are still eating laundry detergent pods. New safety standards fall short of the Poison Prevention Packaging Act, PPPA. That's some scary stuff. You know, whether they're trying to get their moment of fame or what they're doing here, or just they've had so many vaccines that their brains are funked up. (laughs) But these kids are eating vaccine pods. What is with you? And snorting condoms. There's another one. Goofy people, how on earth can you make it this far in life? Not going to make it much farther. (sighs) Absolute craziness. But again, uh, phone lines are open, 614-426-8787. 614-426-8787 is the number to call in. I encourage you to do so. If you got a question, comment, uh, thing that you're interested in, whatever the case might be, uh, give us a shout. Uh, otherwise, I'm just looking through some of the headlines, and uh, it's pretty interesting. Some of the goofy stuff going on. All the technocrats agree free speech does not include the right to question vaccines, transgenderism, chemtrails, GMOs, or the pharmaceutical cartels. <laughs> the technocrats being the people running Google and Facebook and all that, Twitter. And it's absolutely sad to see where we have come come in this uh, this day and age chick-fil-a donated money to covenant house an lgbtq pride organization that hosts drag queen story hour for young children and this is something that's really got me wondering here you know for the longest time chick-fil-a was taking a stand on christian you know principles 
they don't they have their all their stores are closed on Sundays um and all that kind of stuff and recently from the sounds of things I haven't looked into it very closely but it sounds as though Chick-fil-A is don't you know going to the dark side I think Hey Doug how are we doing today Hello Doug you there Yes sir So what's going on Oh, I wanted to make a couple of comments about the vaccine. Help yourself. Okay. Well, uh, first of all, on uh, Good Morning America in the past few days, they related a story about people getting the flu, okay, and how it's becoming really bad. And he said... As ridiculous as this sounds, that go ahead and get the flu. If you already have the flu, go ahead and get the flu vaccine anyway. Yeah, they've been doing that a lot lately. Well, you see how ridiculous that is? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the logical progression as far as their messages, get the flu shot so you don't get the flu. Right. Once you get the flu, <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. And and they also said something along the lines of it's not promised that this will do anything, but go ahead and get it anyway. Right. And so many times they've said, you know, people have gotten the flu shot and they got the flu anyway. And he said, well, you need another dose then. <laughs> Whatever, you know, that's the thing. When it comes to the, to the vaccine industry, the answer is always get another dose. You know, take, if you've got the thing, take another vaccine dose. If you haven't had it, then you definitely need it. It's always more, 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 more. And it's just insanity. And the thing is, is so many people out there are, are stupid enough to buy into that crap. And not think, you know, they are dumbed down so much that they they can't, they don't have the brain cells to rub together to make a, a, a common thought or statement and let alone reason out what's going on here. They're just, you know, oh, the doctor said it, so I guess I need to do it, you know. And it's it's sad that we've reached that point. But, you know, I, I always blame it on the public fool system. We've been so dumbed down over the last, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years that um, each generation is is even worse than the previous one. You know, we're supposed to get smarter, but we're getting dumber. And, uh, uh, yeah, and uh, another thing that came up, uh, they showed one of the news channels, they showed uh, some young toddler or child with I think it was chicken pox. It was either chicken pox or measles. All the red dots all over your body. Is that chicken pox or measles? Uh measles, I believe. Okay. And so, and so <laughs> whichever it was, they said that this particular disease has morphed to where it now what it causes is and they had a special term for it. They always do. But it was it was now causing your whole immune system to not work. So it was like an anti-immune system disease now. Now, I would bet, you know, money, if I were a betting man, that these children got the measles, mumps, rubella vaccination. And it is weaponized to do this type of thing. How about yourself? (laughs) What would you think? You know, my my thing is, you know, keep your immune system functioning properly in the first place, and all these other things become totally unnecessary. And that's the whole, you know, the whole thing with vaccines is keyed on the premise that our immune systems are so screwy they can't do the job on their own. And in, 
In a sense, that's true because of all the crap in the food, crap in the water, crap in the air, and what passes for food not being food. Um, you know, without supplementation, without good high-protein diets, you can't possibly have a good, strong, functioning immune system. And the way to correct that problem is not get vaccines to artificially deal with something that may or may not, which we've proven pretty much don't work. You know, the key <clears throat> is to give your body the stuff that it needs in order to produce a healthy functioning immune system so that you can deal with the onslaught of all the different things that approach, you know, hit you this time in you know, day and age. And again, there's, well, I... there, there's, there's two ahead. theories when it comes to disease transmission. One is if there's a bug around and you come in contact with it, you're going to get it. And then there's the other one that we are surrounded with bugs at all time and it's only due to a functioning immune system that you are not constantly sick. And that's the one that I subscribe to and most, most natural nature or holistic people do. Um, we're constantly surrounded with bugs, you know, you know, little viruses, bacteria, whatever. And if you have a strong immune system, you can waltz through those things with them, you know, Imp you know, I'm trying to think of that. impunity. That's the word I'm looking for. Um, and you don't have to worry about it. And then there's the other side, the germaphobes that are constantly carrying around their little bottles of hand sanitizer that, you know, do more harm than good. And they're washing everything. And, you know, if, if Junior's little, you know, pacifier drops on the floor, they have to sterilize it before they can put it back in his mouth and all this junk. And... <clears throat> They're actually creating a condition where the they're going to be more susceptible to disease because they're they're trying to prohibit ever being in contact with these things so the, the immune system doesn't have a chance to develop a response to it. Whereas the kids well, when I, I was a kid, you know, go out and play in the mud. You know, we were out there making mud pies, eating dirt, and all kinds it, of things, and we grew up with strong oh, yeah. functioning immune systems because we were exposed to that stuff on a regular basis, and we could adjust and learn how to deal with it. And just the opposite then, is true in this day and age, and we can see the results with all the sickly kids that are out there now. And there's also uh, <clears throat> validation to the eating, go play in the dirt. Yeah. When you look at uh, animals, okay, horses, cows, right. dogs, uh, you'll, when, say, a, a horse or a cow, or even dogs, but horses, I know a bit about, mm -hmm. when they get deficient in a certain mineral, they start eating all kinds of stuff, dirt, because oh, yeah. there's minerals that are used to be in the dirt. Well, that's what dirt when is. When I was, <laughs> yeah, when I was young, uh, in the second grade, I ended up failing or staying back in the second grade because during that year, I got them. I got them all. I got the chicken pox and the mumps and the measles, and as you mentioned, it was very common in those days that the parents would hear about little Johnny down the street. He's got the chicken pox. They send us over there <laughs> to get the chicken pox. Okay? Exactly. But since I got all of these uh, in one year, I basically didn't uh, satisfy the requirements of putting enough days in school. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's my two cents here. Yep, and it's it's sad, but uh, and this is the thing, you know. It, I I just you know I, I I'm one of those people, you know. I, if I go to a mall, I like to sit down and just watch everybody. I'm a people watcher. <laughs> I like to observe people and see the kind of things they do. And I watch all these uh, the parents and grandparents, especially you know, that have their little hand sanitizers. And if anything happens, little Johnny, oh, we got to wipe them down give them a dose of the, you know, Purell and all this other garbage and never let them get dirty. Never let them, you know, have access to an exposure to the things that are designed to help your body develop a healthy functioning immune system. 
They're so scared of that one germ that's going to get to them that's going to be lethal. And they don't realize that they're surrounded by them at all times. And it's only through a strong immune system that they aren't constantly sick all the time. And it's... You know, I went I went uh, over... I had an old uh, uh, propane gas grill thing that I took apart. And so I brought it to the metal moth today. So I'm waiting there, uh, you know, 10 minutes. I'm in the yard in my truck. I'm, I'm looking and there's four people that I can see. And two of them are like almost ambulatory. I mean, they're walking rough. They're taking little baby steps. They were older. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll say probably in their sixties around there, I'd say maybe seventy. but these two of the four, two, the other two guys were working at this place, but the two people there, they were like taking little baby steps. You could see mm -hmm. they were in bad shape. And so when I went in to collect my $3 for this thing, uh, the, one of the guys came in and he said, he's, he's waiting to have his, I don't know. I think he said his knee replaced. Okay. <laughs> and this is the state of affairs of, I think a lot of it has to do with these various drugs. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I lost a, a, a neighbor and friend earlier this year, guy about 10 years older than me, but he got on blood thinners way mm -hmm. back when, uh, we were working together. Yeah. And that was a road down for him. And he passed away. Because mm -hmm. these, now they weaponize these things now. You know, every day, because I catch the news, uh, it's, it's riddled with pharmaceuticals. And as I've mentioned before, the advertisement is, a, you have to be really dumb to think about taking this thing. Yeah, they show people happy. One of the sentences in this ad was reduce the risk. That was one sentence in, uh, in, a, in a bunch of things that they were saying. And I'm, I listened to this thing. And so you got one thing you're taking this drug for, but the side effects are like maybe six or eight things, yeah. including death. Mm -hmm. kidney failure pain, and almost this is almost a hundred percent of the time whatever you are taking this for one of the side effects is the same thing you're taking it for mm -hmm. almost a hundred percent of the time yep it's crazy many so you have times, to most of the time yeah the, there the, has to be go ahead go ahead you know, I was going to say well, there most has of the to time be some kind of break in logic. Illness. Yeah. To, to, there has to be a break in your logic. I mean, if you're going to put something in your body that costs you money, too, and, uh, uh, and you don't listen or, you know, if you don't have the interest to check it out fully, well, shame on you. Mm -hmm. It's a real shame. Uh, and it's all based yeah. on the ignorance of the people. You know, we've been brainwashed and dumbed down to the point where we'll just believe anything they tell us. And it's it's really sad. One thing I wanted to get in here, I just came across another article and I posted on the Facebook page. Emboldened Democrats propose new law to monitor all your credit card purchases and red flag you if you are buying guns and ammo. <laughs> so let that be a lesson. If you're going to go out and buy guns and ammo, pay cash. <laughs> Uh, and again, Virginia is getting, they're getting hammered. They let these Democrats come in the last election and they're paying the price now because those people are just going berserk. You know, all their crazy stuff they're trying to come up with. So uh, we might try and cover that article a little bit more tomorrow. But for now, we're out of time again. It is, uh, the guys are saddling up and getting ready to ride. And, uh, I just, uh, Doug and Shane, I appreciate you being here. Everybody else who's listening, uh, thanks for being there as well. Uh, just remember, take care of your body because it's the only place you have to live. 
And uh, we will see you tomorrow. Take care and have a wonderful day. God bless.